Will, this episode of TOEFOP is brought to you by Movement Sunglasses. Oh, fantastic. Good to have them back on board. Wear them on your face and make the sun less bright. Is that their new slogan? Guess so. Um, well, it probably isn't. We shouldn't misrepresent them. They've been good to us. Join the movement. Um, oh, that's a bit, that was a bit sour. Let me say, join the movement. <laughs> join the movement. There we go. Is that the one? That's it. Yeah, but leave all of them in. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Planet Broadcasting's 2018 partnership with Care Australia and Everyday Hero, supporting women and girls living in extreme poverty around the world. To donate to our campaign, visit planetbroadcasting.com or click on the link in the show notes below. The following episode of TOEFOP is rated M.A. It may contain Batman references, time travel references, sexual references, lost trains of thought and mild coarse language. TOEFOP advises that the program is not suitable for anyone under the age of 15 or anyone who enjoys succinct, coherent conversation that might actually have a point. Minors must be accompanied by a parent, guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Okay, Michael, are you still there? Are you still awake? Are you seeing us? We're here. Um, everyone relax. This is Topop. I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson. Hello, Charlie. You that know what was I, an enthusiastic start. You know what I did then? Uh, I Because Michael's not here, because we're actually in the same room recording, I waited for him to count me in, because normally when we do this over Skype, he goes, Topop in three, two, one. And so I just sat there for about half a minute not knowing what I should do, and I realised I was waiting for him to count me in. Okay, would it help if in? I do it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Tofop in three, two, one. How's it doing again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Everyone relax, this is Tofop. I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson, flyer, off to a flyer. <laughs> so, uh, Charlie, the reason that we were both distracted at the start is we were both Googling uh, names that people... So, essentially, we've started doing a little mailbag at the end of the episode but yep. we're just going to start talking about it at the start of the episode because you put out a poll because you've been calling it tofop telegrams which i like yeah i know you do and i judge you a little for that it's terrible and so you put out the poll on twitter what was the the poll uh okay so the poll i put on twitter was what should our mail segment be called tofop telegrams 30 odd foot of mail or tofom and then the third option was they both suck the overwhelming winner was they both suck okay. <laughs> at 48% of the vote. Tofop Telegrams garnered 23, 30-odd foot of mail garnered 29%. So we thought, we're not done. Back to the drawing board. Okay, so lots of people made suggestions. Yeah. Uh, so uh, backwards, Tofop, Pofot. Yep. Um, uh, T-Mail was well, very Well, Pofot, I believe, stands okay. for Post Office for Only Tofop. Right, yeah. So... <laughs> Is it? Yeah. It's, well, look, the letters work yeah. and that's important. I mean, I'm, yeah, I mean, I wonder if he thought of that first, like, did he think of reversing it first and then found the words that fit in? Yes. Or did, yeah, okay. 100% <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wrote no jokes doubt. for a living. <laughs> yes. No, 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 no. He came up with what the name of it would be and just luckily and coincidentally yeah. that it was the name of our podcast in reverse. You're right. That is insane. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out. 
He was watching Memento and he had an idea. Uh, T-Mail, very popular. Yeah. And that makes sense, right? Yep. T-Mail? Okay. Yep. Um, so this one I like from Jan- – oh, we should uh, give some credits here. Yeah. Uh, so uh, at Discombobule8 said uh, T-Mail. Yeah. I agree with Felina Rama who may have suggested uh, T-Mail. Uh, okay. So uh, at Shiny Toxie Croak. Oh, God. Is this going to be one of those things where it's like stud lover 78? <laughs> James. Anyway, James suggested this. Yeah. A comedy conversation between two old friends and their listeners. <laughs> Bravo, James. That's very good. Uh, Insulting and funny. Will Crosby suggested post-fop. Uh, post-fop. Post-fop? Yeah. Uh, post-fop the- sounds like the moment after you've masturbated. Oh, I'm post-fop. Yeah, I'm a little post-fop <laughs> today. I'm in post-foperative care. I'm having a ch- toasted cheese sandwich. I'm watching Memento. I've got an idea for toe-fops in my bag. Uh, the tea bagger mail bag was suggested by Dylan Hopwood. Yeah, that, I don't know. I don't like the alliteration of that. The tea bagger mail bag. No. It's like when Avril Lavigne ride um, a skater boy with See You Later Boy. Hang on, what's your problem with Too that? much use of the same thing. Okay. Oh, yeah, right. The same motif. Yeah. Um, what about Tofop's tantalizing tidbits <laughs> suggested by Jen in Ireland? That sounds like in old school pornos when there'd be like the sexy letters to the editor that were made up or written by like a bunch of middle-aged dudes, out-of-work writers. It'd be called like Tofop's tidbits. It'd be sexy stories about... It's time for Tofop's tantalizing I never thought this tidbits. would happen to me. <laughs> I went to inspect the house and two guys were in there. They started talking absolute nonsense for hours. <laughs> like instead of being like sexy erotic stories, it's just people talking about discovering us in strange and unusual places where we begin to just bore them with trivia. Uh, okay, so that's a no. How about... <laughs> the so much tidbits? It's either that or it's a column in a women's magazine. It's like an old school women's tantalizing weekly. tidbits, by the way. Yeah, that's why I think it sounds sexy. Yeah. No, that's titillating. That'd be Topop's no, titillating tidbits. Sexy as well. If I said Will, <laughs> you have tantalizing <laughs> lips. That's sexy, right? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> like, you're not going to give your nephew a tantalizing hug. The motto of this um, podcast is everyone relax. Yeah. So. I think you're about to read one of my favorites. Alan Norris. Everyone read facts. (laughs) See, what I love about that is it barely rhymes and we know how I, I love an imperfect rhyme. And also, it picks the one telecommunication device that is so outdated. What would be more perfect for our show? In fact, Will, new idea. Okay. We get a fax number. (laughs) (laughs) We get a fax machine and we get a fax number and we read faxes each week. But how do we, can people can send them from their computers, right? Yes, you can send a fax from your computer. So people can fax us. So we get a, a fax, 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 fax machine number. A special, we a, use our Patreon money <laughs> to buy a fax People are going to start thinking it's not a good idea to give us Patreon money, by the way. So you're suggesting maybe we have a fax level. We could have a level that if we raise yeah, this if we amount can of money. to waste money on a fax machine, you've got to pay for it. <laughs> 
if we get above a certain like monthly subscription, we will because that's how it works on Patreon. Is you set goals. If we get like you know having many people signed up, yeah, we will buy a fax machine. You can hear it, we'll and do our, it and do our regular fax in segment. Everyone read fax. Yeah. I mean, you'll have to work out how to send a fax from your computer. I think that is possible. It is possible. And we'll, I know that you can do it. I don't know how to do it, but I know that it is we're possible. We're not committing to, to this. We're putting a pin in it. Yeah. I think it goes up on the ideas board. Yeah, I like it. Everyone read fax. Every, everyone read fax. Well, definitely if we get a fax machine, we will call that aspect of corresponding with us, everyone read fax, I think. Right? Yeah. Oh, might, oh yeah. <laughs> we can, we're not going to spend money on a fax machine and then call it tea bag is mailbag. <laughs> then call like, it Tofop's tantalizing tidbits. <laughs> I think we should do that. I think we should buy a fax machine but not reference the fact that's a fax machine. And we call it Topop Stantalizing Tidbits. You can fax us at 888. <laughs> For our patented segment, Topop Stantalizing Tidbits. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, that's good. That's right. good. All right. Well, that's, that's definitely that's bolted to the front. Yep. If this was a horse race... Around the first leg, the first 200 metres, that one's bolted. Early favourite. Probably in front of T-Mail. T-Mail a bit more conventional. Solid suggestion. Solid suggestion. Uh, Michael Ponton suggests fan-generated content, which is probably just more a commentary on... (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like a warning or like (laughs) an insult. He's trying to expose us. Uh, What about this from Adam Twitty? Now, this looks better written down. Mm -hmm. So, T-O, colon, FOP. So two to fop, fop as in sending mail. Yeah, exactly. That's smart. And the right? logo could be the uh, address bar on an email. Yeah. Two, two dot f o p. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's pretty good too. That's pretty good, right? That's clever. Too clever for us. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think he's been done in by doing something that is too clever for what we're looking for. Yeah. Everyone read facts. We got an idea of buying a fax machine with your money. Two fop. We just both went. That's clever. Really That's clever. really clever. Yeah, it, makes you th- it really makes you think. I'd really like to meet this guy. I'm really <laughs> proud that someone that clever listens to the podcast. That's what I was thinking. Um, what about... Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, Andrew Griffiths suggests Tofopperspondence. Yeah, I like that. I think Not it, bad. I think it... I mean, I didn't like it when I read it and then I sounded it out and it has a good feel on the mouth. Tofopperspondence. Tofopperspondence. Yeah. Tofopperspondence. It shouldn't work, but it does. Well, you could even say, if you want to send your Tofopperspondence. Oh, oh yeah, now that, I've, now that we're workshopping yeah, it. Yeah, Tofopperspondence. Okay, now it's time for Tofopperspondence. Oh, all right. Okay. We are Tofopperspondence so. correspondence. If you want to send an email into Tofopperspondence. If you want to send us some Tofopperspondence. Mm, I don't like it when you say it. No, I don't like it when I say it either. <laughs> I'm sorry. When you say it, it sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, when I say it, I don't like it at yeah, all. No, I don't we, like we have to rule you out because Will, Will can't say it. Yeah, it's sorry. my fault. Sorry, Andrew. Um, all right. Uh, oh, how about this? Uh, uh, Tofom. Adam, just Adam, says, the ordinary fear of mail. Um, Tofom? Yeah. Tofom. Yeah, what do you, yeah, I don't know. What do you think about that? I mean, it's fine. Yeah, good starting point. Yeah. Here's a, here's a participation ribbon. Could be worse. 
<laughs> Can I uh, just that script that you're writing on oh, yeah. for the moment? Charlie has the final. Um, uh, Any ones you missed? I it's a, no, but it's the final episode of Gruen, oh. Gruen that you're writing on the back oh, yeah. of. It's my script for the final episode of Gruen, and uh, we have a running joke uh, in the office when we're doing Gruen, which is, I do think that there's a point where you are having a conversation sometimes about something that is such a minor detail that you're expending too much too energy. much energy when that energy would be better directed in different things. And sometimes what you just need to do is say, you know what? That'll do. Like if you've got an idea that might not be quite perfect yet, but it's like it is actually good enough for what it is and you could put your energy somewhere else. Yeah. Sometimes I'll call it that'll do. Yeah. And uh, Gruen this week, the title of the episode is called That'll Do, <laughs> which I made me laugh a lot when I got to it. But I feel like that's a that'll do. That's, that answer was a that'll do. You right. know, I, I like, I'm going to say everyone read facts. Yeah. I like TOEFL respondents when you say it, but not when I say it. T-mail. T-mail is very good. I think there's a couple there oh, that okay. you might have missed. Hang on, what else have you got there? Sorry. Just a couple more. Uh, there's TOEFLograms, mixing telegrams and TOEFL. TOEFLograms. I think TOEFLrespondent sounds better. TOEFLograms is good though. TOEFLograms. TOEFLograms. It sounds like, makes me think of Instagram, unfortunately. Oh, okay. So and maybe it, that's if people send us pictures. You can send us a tofopogram. You can fax us a tofopogram. fax us a tofopogram. I mean, I think we're making this too hard for ourselves. You know what I think we're doing is we are unnecessarily complicating this yeah, procedure. You're right. That'll do. <laughs> That'll do. I think everyone read facts. Yeah. Uh, so who was that? Congratulations to uh, Alan Norris. Yeah. You have named the segment that will bankrupt our <laughs> podcast. And lead to zero correspondence yeah. because no one knows how to send a You facts. are the destroyer of our financial future. Congratulations to you, good sir. <laughs> Should I just Google how much a fax machine is to buy? Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, I'd like to know how much you can get a fax machine I mean, do we now. need to buy a fax machine or can people send us a fax to our computers? Or is that an email? <laughs> uh, I don't want people sending me a fax. I don't think that's as fun if we don't have... The actual machine. Yeah. <laughs> because the other thing is it's completely impractical, Charlie. Yeah. Because neither of us are ever in the same place. Yeah. The idea that we people are sending correspondence sorry TOEFL correspondence <laughs> to like a place where I like the idea that when I'm not here at the house the fax machine might still be coming yeah. in with questions yeah. so like if somebody robbed my house when I was away <laughs> for example at least they'd be like they'd get freaked out when they went out and saw these ream of like so if Superman and Batman were having a fight not, not that expensive how much alright well we can get a what looks to be a top of the line one for about two fifty. That's uh, that's the top end. Two hundred and fifty dollars. Thousand. Oh <laughs> no, 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 fifty. Two hundred fifty dollars. Or you can get like a simple phone one for like under a hundred. Are you serious? Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend the little phone. I mean, this is going to sound like you know. I don't want to sound like Daddy Warbucks, but yeah. I believe we should get the, the top of the line one. Like, you've got to get the most up-to-date facts. <laughs> because we like to stay on top of technology. Exactly. I, like to, I like to get the latest I'd like model. to get the iPhone X of faxes, <laughs> please. Uh, I used to work in a video store and one of the services we provided, would we would send your fax for you for like oh, yeah. 20 cents or a dollar. So do you know how to handle a fax machine then? I did, man. Back in the day, it, yeah. uh, it was nightmarish. We, we, we had the cheap phone one, which is why I'm saying we... Spend more because the cheap phone one, it works not with sheets of paper, like A4 sheets, but little receipt type rolls, you know, like yeah. in a cash register. I do. You get a wide one. So it's like a wide sort of waxy paper and the fax sort of feeds out and then and you rip it off and you go, hold the front page. 
Which is weird to say. Tom Hanks just won, won an Oscar. <laughs> I imagine. That, I imagine that happened at a fax machine. The front page of the in, in video store magazine. <laughs> yeah. that, they, that had the new releases and stuff in it and reviews. Yeah. <laughs> like, Halt, stop the presses. Jean-Claude Van Damme is hard to kill. <laughs> stop the presses. Paulie Sorbel appears is in a biodome. <laughs> like, it's all coming in. And they're as if it's news. Like the guy who's running the yeah. the, the magazine. Stop the press. Charlie Sheen is a Navy SEAL. <laughs> he read Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and he thinks he's Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> he's like breaking news. Yeah, but they're a bugger because that that uh, that receipt paper dispenser is fraught because it's when you get the more expensive one where it just uploads the A4, the stiff kind of individual cut papers prints much easier. So I know, but isn't the whole kind of appeal of we the fax the having stuff. the... All right, we'll go on Gumtree <laughs> and see like the cheapest fax machine we can get. Yeah, let's see the cheapest. Let's lower our sights just for a second. Okay. Let's see all our options. Let's explore. You know, we might end up going top of the line, but I, I do like the idea that if we were going to get a fax, we might have to get a roll of paper from somewhere. That seems, <laughs> inco- that <laughs> seems, that seems inconvenient. Yeah, that's right. That's on brand. I think too, like... Until we get the fax machine, let's let's not. I want to have like a, a debut episode with it. Like I want to like big announcement. This is everyone reads fax. Here's our fax machine. We'll, we will have an interim name for the sh- for the letter segment until that point. Toe pop correspondence. It's just when I say it, you don't like it, do you? No, it's actually pissing you me off. It. Stop you just it. say it. You just say it. Toe pop correspondence. Yeah, see, when it comes hey, out of your mouth, that's it's, that's like, it's like raindrops on the roof. T-mail, T-mail, Tofopospondents, Pofot, Tofopograms, Tofoppost, Postfop, T-bagger, T-bagger's mailbag. All right, so I'm going to do like a World Cup style elimination. Oh, okay, sure. I'm going to, so um, I'm going to say immediately T-bag mailbag. Is out? Out. Gone. Scratched. Uh, Pofop? Postfop? Postfop. Po- post as in postfop. Postfop? Yeah. And Pofop. What about... We liked toe, T-O, colon, fop. Yeah, two fop. That, that was our runner-up. So maybe he gets, I mean, is that insulting to use it for like a few weeks until we get a $7 fax machine? Well, what else is he going to use it for though? Yeah, you're right. I mean, he's not, unless he knows someone called fop. But also the other thing is, could you not like put on oh. the headline of each of the faxes, oh, so instead of, T-O yeah. and then colon, fop. That's the header that you send the fax. So they both get We're combining honored. it. Yes, uh, it's you, a collaboration. You know how to bring teabaggers together, Will. That's amazing. Yeah. Is it? And they get both get credit that way, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who was that person? So I, I don't know, but they both yeah. get credit. <laughs> <laughs> and we call the whole enterprise <laughs> Tofop's tantalizing <laughs> tidbits. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I mean. You know what you could say is we could keep getting emails and call them two fops. No, we no, could we could call faxes. no. Can't they be T-mail? So our email can be T-mail, right? Because that makes sense, yeah, right? Yeah. So our email is T-mail. Our header is two colon fop. Yeah. And then our, our header. Fax, what do you mean? Well, when you when you write us anything, so instead oh, of yeah, saying yeah, hey toe fop, yeah, you say you know, two fop. Yeah. yeah. Right. You so just write fop in the in the yeah two. Can you do that? 
No, you put two colon fop. Right, that's okay. your head subject. It's your hate. It's the new hey to fop. Yeah. Yes. Okay. New hey to fop. Right. If you send in hey to fop, I will delete it without <laughs> reading it. That is a warning. From now on, it's T O colon fop. Right. So two fop. Make the adjustment. Yeah. I will not remind you again. <laughs> and then I would like all the correspondence. So the to fop correspondence. Yeah. I know. Oh, look, it's murder on your ears. Uh, is uh, to start with. Uh, this is a tantalizing This is a t- tantalizing hey, Okay, how about this? We keep to honor yeah. Hey Tofop. Hey Tofop. So you, you say, start, you have to start the yeah. message with Hey Tofop. Hey Tofop. Here's another tantalizing <laughs> Tofop tidbit. <laughs> and that's the only way, I will only read out letters that begin, Hey Tofop, here is another tantalizing Tofop tidbit. Yeah. I like it. We're, and we honour everyone that way. Not everyone. Who, well, didn't, who didn't get it included? What did we miss out on? Can we okay. repurpose anybody else's ideas? So Luke Romer's Pofot. No, uh, post sorry. office running Tofot. No. Out. Dale Anderson's Tofopograms. Oh, you know what Pofot is? What? That could be our PO box. Okay. So, yeah. you know. We the, don't have one, but sure. No, but like <laughs> it could be. Yeah. I'm saying potentially. Okay. Tofopograms is if you want to send us a picture. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So that's using. Yep. Email is our email. Yep. Um, Tofop telegrams from Tilly because she says she loves how much it bugs you. <laughs> Tofop post? No. No. If we start a post production company, so we do like special effects. Oh, yeah, and stuff, that's good. Yeah. Tofop post. Or selling posts to make yeah. fences. <laughs> uh, Will Crosby said post fop. When you know what, that's we sh- start careers after when this podcast ends and we go into our independent careers, that is post fop. Well, no, I was thinking it's more like a um, an after show special, an after, after show. dark, top of after dark, yeah, post fop, post where we swear and talk about stupid shit. Well, no, Wait I think minute. it's more like you know it's other people doing a show about our show. Ah, yeah, like yeah. walk talk. Yeah, I didn't dead. want to bring that up. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but I was trying to think of another example, uh, like Rose Doctor Who show. Yeah, okay, sure, that'll do. <laughs> Uh, Dylan Hillport, teabagger, mailbag. Um, Adam Twitty. I thought it would have. I don't know, that's Adam Twitty. He's the man we forgot to credit for two fop. Adam Twitty, well done. Well done. Two fop. Uh, fan generated content. Michael Ponton. That's yeah. That's sort of self evident. You know, it's all fan generated content. Yep. Including the naming of the segment, which we've now stretched out to be twenty minutes of fan generated <laughs> content. Uh, Claire just calls it content. Letter Cool Mama at Cool Mama just says WC Bucket. What does that mean? Uh, waste. Charlie. It, it, Will Charlie Bucket. Oh, yeah. WC Bucket. Will Charlie, what does a bucket have to do with anything? Uh, oh, our bucket of mail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mail bucket? It's not like Stewie wasn't Lowe. Charlie we got, we got bucket, big hands. Wasn't Charlie Bucket Willy Wonka in yeah. the chocolate factory? Yeah. Anyway, could anyway. be any of those. <laughs> it was cryptic. Thanks, Lita. Uh... Catherine M. King says, why can't it just be the Tofop mailbag? Well, it could be. But it's kind of... Why can't everything be just called what they are? Yeah. Because it'd be boring. Cherry... Uh, sh- uh, square picture box. Do you Sherry- want to watch something on the square picture box? Sherry Gladman says, Tofop Tales. Art Deco 20 says, no reply. Which is not true. I've replied. Daisy 80, Tofop's teasers, which is kind of like Tofop's tantalizing teasers. Um... I'd like to call the segment Awesome, which rhymes with Clawson, mostly to hear how much we'll hate it every week. Yeah, it doesn't, though. So, And then he added to that, rhymes imperfectly. Uh, and then there's a comedy conversation between our friends and their listeners. And then Mike Hill, 
a name, the nameless time. No, I think we've got it. I think we've, we've serviced every part of it. So fax machines, you want to know how much they are in Gumtree? Yeah, how, what's, it, what's the cheapest fax machine we could purchase? That has to work though, right? I mean, well, I mean, preferably. I don't even think I have a phone line. Do you have a phone line here? It's a very good question. Because you need a phone line, right? I mean, I'm sure you get a bundle package. You might have to, we might have to take some of that Patreon as well to upgrade my... I mean, I assume we'll bundle. just have to get the fax man in. I love that song. He's the fax man! <laughs> <laughs> Instead of scatting, he just makes that fax noise. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, shit. Well, this one is not cheap. Okay. Okay. There's one there. There's like a full office fax copier... Palava. Yeah, but we don't want that. 1100. Just just the facts, man. Just the facts. Um, Okay, here we go. Phone machine, phone fax machine, 30 bucks negotiable. (laughs) Should we read this ad? Yep. All right, let's see. There's a photo. How would you describe that? I would just, oh yeah, that's that's what I imagine when I think of a fax. It's an old school fax that has the phone connected to the fax machine. Um, Yeah, okay, so how much is that? 30 bucks, negotiable, would have to go to, you're not going to believe I'd this. like to negotiate higher. Like, ring him up. <laughs> we'll give you 50. Or, fa- or fax him. Yeah. <laughs> fax him from Officeworks and say, we'll give you 50. He said it was negotiable. He's from a place in Tasmania called Penguin. Penguin? Yeah. Oh, how did you say that? Penguin. I said it right. Ha <laughs> ha. Five years of elocution. That's where you've been in LA. <laughs> it turns out that you've just literally been there trying. It's like like the King's Speech. You've been over in America learning how to say <laughs> penguin. You know, the only thing that saved me then is that you were talking, so I got a chance to read ahead. Where it chips me up is where I don't see it coming. I actually had got to think that through. So he says it's the model's brother. It's a ten thirty three fax number. Uh, it's got twenty volt, two forty volt power. Works perfectly. <laughs> And then in brackets, sorry for the picture quality. Picture quality is all right. Yeah, don't apologize, mate. Um, that's not going to work. It's in Tasmania. Unless okay. they can send it to you. They probably could, but it no. costs you more than the fax itself. <laughs> all right. Uh, what about... Oh, we've got, well, we got one here for 15 bucks. 15 bucks. I think now we're talking, right? Readers. Yeah, I'm just opening it. <laughs> Readers. <laughs> you fucking rude prick. Readers! Uh, unwanted fax machine <laughs> Canon BB22 Unwanted Yeah Like you don't have to say Unwanted Like yeah. that feels just mean Like you're rubbing it in You're like You know I want it But I just don't have room For it anymore But unwanted What do you think of that one? You know I like it I like the look Silver of it Silver and black It yeah. comes with a full manual Which has got a big coffee stain Right in the cover You see that? <laughs> Well, this episode of TOEFOP, which people are probably halfway through round about now or whatever Michael has done when he decided to cut this in, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess, say, 27 minutes, 18 seconds. I like to imply that we're doing this live. Oh, so, really? <laughs> Charlie, really? With a donkey? <laughs> uh, movement sunglasses are for people 
who like cool looking sunglasses but don't want to pay the exorbitant prices of major brands or contribute to the vast Ray-Bans conspiracy as documented on a previous episode. Yeah, exactly. Like he, if you want to support big sunglasses, then you go and do that. You and Elton John can go off and <laughs> support Billy Wears big oh, right. sunglasses. Dofop, <laughs> <laughs> oh, all our references are from 40 years ago. All right, whatever modern-day rapper that you young people like who wears big sunglasses. Yeah, like MC Hammer, <laughs> you old fogey. For shizzle, my nizzle. <laughs> Spring's right around the corner, Will. And moving this Well, topic, it's not in Australia. No. But, uh, well, well, it's it around a few corners. Is. Yeah, a couple of corners. It's around a couple of corners. Spring is around a couple of corners. Are we there yet? Uh, and Movement is dropping all new sunglasses to get you ready for the warmer weather. Don't drop them though. But you can drop them because they're pretty sturdy. Um, they've got lots of individual styles. I've been on the website. I've picked a pair. Michael has a couple of pairs, I believe. They mm. come in all styles. Um, Top Gun. Not all styles. Top Gun style. Yeah. John Lennon style. Um, and others. Risky Business style. <laughs> <laughs> um, and others. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Elton John. No Elton Johns. <laughs> you said all styles. Yeah, but not the goofy Elton Johns. Not the Melbourne showground oversized novelty glasses. <laughs> Although, movement. Come on. Come on. If you want to do some Tofop branded glasses, yeah. can you make those giant Giant you know the movement ones? sunglasses. Cut out the middleman and yeah. make some giant movement sunglasses. All styles. Harry Styles. It gets you looking good for spring break. Summer, vac- summer vacations Coachella... Or the beach, etc. Okay, well, Coachella's not until April. Yeah. So that's not. Oh, that's their spring. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, what's an Aussie music fest you could get them ready for? Like um, Meredith. Meredith Music Splendor, Festival. Splendor in the Grass. Yeah, exactly. Laneway Festival. <laughs> All festivals. Soundwave. Stereosonic. Fire Island. Or what was that one that got abandoned? The- Firefly. Fire. Firefly? Firefly? No, that was no. a Joss, we- Joss Whedon music yeah. festival. <laughs> Firefest. I think it's just Firefest. Okay. We just uh, we oh, oh sorry. Hang on. This is this meant to be this is meant to be read in the first person. Okay. We just got our sh- our <laughs> go on. We just got our go-to shades. Did we? Hang on. I didn't read that okay. properly. We just got our go-to shades for it all. The guys at Movement don't just make great watches. They also make awesome watches. No sunglasses. That's Other why I watches. pointed to you and I pointed at my face. More watches. Sunglasses. They make awesome sunglasses. But also awesome watches. And awesome watches. And yeah. they just released a ton of new styles. Here's my problem with sunglasses. Get, take a it? guess at what you think my problem <laughs> with sunglasses is. Um, that they when you wear them inside it's too dark. Yeah, when I'm looking at my phone, yeah. I sometimes I have to sometimes take them off. you can't read your phone. Yeah. And you have to take them off. Yeah. Is that your problem? I'm not going to brightness up and like have my battery run down. <laughs> Um, that sometimes your sunglasses are so cool that people won't approach you at parties. Yes, that is my problem. When I'm wearing my movements, that's for sure. People are like, is that Brad Pitt crossed, crossed with Tom Cruise? Right. <laughs> Legends of the Fall era, not now. <laughs> um, I reckon your problem with sunglasses, I reckon you've got one of two problems. Yeah. One is that you're sick of paying too much for expensive, overpriced designer glasses. You might say that every time I buy a $200 pair, I feel like I'm getting ripped off. But at the same time, you don't want to buy some shitty pair that are no good for your eyes and don't fit properly. Yeah, sure, that'll do. (laughs) (laughs) 
The other problem is that they look terrible as well. They're expensive and they look like shit. I don't know why I'm such a fucking idiot, Will, that I just go out and buy terrible expensive sunglasses. I just can't stop. The doctors think it might be a problem. Hey, it's me, your friendly podcast fucking idiot. I got a fever, a sunglasses fever. (laughs) Well, friends at Movement, yeah, the watch guys. Hang on. Do the setup again. Well, our friends at Movement. Hang on. Not the watch guys. Yeah, the watch guys. Oh, wow. <laughs> they kind of felt the same way. So they thought, screw it. How about we make these trendy quality... Hang on. <laughs> would they be American? I guess so. Screw it. How about we make these quality, trendy sunglasses at a fair price? No, they're American. <laughs> ah, you fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> these things aren't plastic. They're acetate. You can get them polarized and they start at just 70 bucks. These are seriously my... Go-to shades. Yep. I have a pair, as well documented in previous episodes. And also already in this ad read. But here's what I would say is they really, like I said, on that idea of the go-to shades, aren't they? Is that a concept? Yeah. Is go-to shades like Uh a concept? Don't you you play favourites with your shades? I have two pairs of shades, which are exactly the... This will surprise you, Charlie. (laughs) Right, exactly (laughs) the same. They're exactly the same. serial killer. (laughs) But... Well, because when I find something that I like, I then get an exact copy of the thing that I like, maybe in a slightly different color. And so when it comes to my sunglasses, there's a there's two pairs that are exactly the same you know, variety. Yeah. And then two John just Lennon novelty two, sunglasses. Yeah, <laughs> two Elton John uh, massive size sunglasses, and they're slightly different in color, the frames. Right. So I would not say that one of the other is my go-to. I have go-to shades. So I have like... Depending on the kind of day it is, I have like a lighter lens type one. I have uh, like sort of more kind of uh, uh, like summer polarized, like really keep the sun out kinds. My movement sunglasses, what I've worked out these ones are, are my getting about town sunglasses. Okay. Because they're not sort of like, you know, Hollywood red carpet kind of thing. And they're not like trendy uh, Tony Stark tinted lenses. There you're like, these will go in everywhere. I can wear these at dusk, morning, middle of day, at night if I want. Okay, so they are <laughs> your go-to shades. You might say I wear my sunglasses at night so I can... So I can... <laughs> what? I don't know, what's the next See line? See the blah, blah, blah <laughs> inside my eyes. <laughs> I'm just sitting to myself, in the, not even in a nightclub, just on a park bench with my movement sunglasses on. I wear my sunglasses and I when I sit alone in the park. I love them. You can check out my Instagram to see me wearing them. Yeah, it's true. There's a very recent post of me and my dog at the beach and I've got them on. So they're perfect for the beach. As said it earlier, when we also said you could go to Coachella or spring break or yeah. some such thing. We don't have spring break. We have it schoolies. You can wear them to schoolies. You can wear them to schoolies. You'll be the coolie at schoolie. <laughs> Oh my god! You know how good I am at rapping, Will, <laughs> and rhyming. Rapping and rhyming ain't no criming. Oh my god! <laughs> Yo, my flow is original. Now pass me that digital <laughs> movement of ask for their money back. Movement have a varied selection of styles: sleek matte black to really fun retro round shades. Which I believe Michael has. How finding the perfect pair... Oh, no, so this is then telling me how to do the copy. Talk about how... Um, you know what, Will? 
Finding the perfect pair of sunglasses <laughs> is risk-free with okay. free shipping and free returns. Free, free, free. free. Stephen Milne trying to count. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, that's a very niche joke. Um, they varied selection, blah, 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 blah. These are high-quality premium acetate frames. No cheap plastic here. You've got to see these. You've got to see them. You've got to. They have lots of styles to choose from. Classic, trendy, round, aviator. Not the shape, the movie. With, <laughs> with Leonardo DiCaprio playing Howard Hughes. For some reason, they sell that DVD as well. Look, they did a deal with Brashes before they went out of business. They got every last copy of The Aviator. Mirrored, polarized for him and for her. You're, for to, you're sure to find the perfect pair. So here's the big part. This is the important bit. You'll get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns. It's risk-free, the three frees, by going to movement.com slash TOEFOP. That's movement.com slash TOEFOP. You know movement. How do I spell movement? M-V-M-T. Good one. Nice one. You should probably <laughs> should have said that at the head. You know movement for how they've revolutionised the watch industry. Now, Hang on, is this the same movement yes. on the watch people? Yes, do you remember when they rose up okay. against their evil watch industry overlords? They've revolutionised the industry. It's true. I just forget that the same movement sunglasses people are also the watch they hate. They made a whole musical about it. It's called Lay Movement Arabs. Oh, dear God. What are you doing? Uh, now is the time to check out their sunglasses. Go to movement.com slash TOEFOP. That's movementmvmt.com slash TOEFOP. And now back to the laughs. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Fifteen bucks. Where's that dude located? Shearwater, I don't know where that is. I'm just amazed that somebody's kept the manual for that long. I'm that a manual to me keeper. Is... I've got a drawer full of manuals. Really? Yeah. I, every manual I get, I stick it in the bottom drawer of the kitchen because I never know when I might need it. <laughs> All right, Tommy. Have I ever used them? Never. never. <laughs> not once. So when you might need it is not yet. Do they move with you? Do you take a manual from place to place? I guess you do. You just pack up the whole drawer and you take all your manuals. Uh, yeah, I, do, I think I did. I, I yeah. probably have moved You don't manuals. have a manual clean out? No, because you'd have stuff in your house that no, you take I with mean, you. Yeah, no, I think I, 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 I keep all of them. Do you read the manuals in the first place? Never. It's no. only something goes wrong. And I get the warranty card as well. Do you send in the warranty card Never. or whatever you meant to do? <laughs> Never. I'm starting to think I'm a hoarder. Oh, uh, well, we've got this massive bastard. Look at this one. This is one of the ones that was listed for like 200 brand new. Oh, yeah. Yep. We can get it for a cool 25 bucks. 25? Excellent condition. Yeah. Printer scanner fax machine. Originally 400 bucks. Only reason I'm selling it is I fucked it. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's not true. I made that up. The only reason I'm selling it is it's not used anymore. Yeah, I imagine. I mean, I'm surprised there's not. All of these, I'm surprised they're not all 25 bucks. Yeah, I'm selling it because it's a fax. <laughs> yeah. Should we and we live in the year 2018. We're all selling them for the same reasons. To be honest, I'm surprised I've had it for this long. <laughs> this ad has been up since 2013. All right, how about this one? 
This is a 20 bucker. Panasonic KC TC2000 AW cordless phone long range can be wall mountable. Illuminated buttons on handset for low light use. Loud function on handset includes phone line connection cables, AC power adapter. Uh, I, I was oh. just going to shut the door. <laughs> I realized. I thought I might have been able to do that more smoothly. No. I realized it was getting late at night and we were shouting. And I <laughs> have. fax machine. And I have next door neighbors who like are probably enjoying the fact that I'm not here that often at the moment. And now I'm just home for an hour and I'm shouting about fax machines. All right. I'm going to take care of this. While you go on holiday, Will, when you come back, there will be a fax machine waiting for us somewhere somewhere we will get a fax machine and we'll we'll look we got a stenographer once for a live show we can get a fax machine we're keeping ancient forms of communication alive uh let's read some actual letters shall we yeah. so what is this now what are we doing tofop respondents uh, t-mail oh this is t-mail yeah t-mail. Yep. sorry so this is t-mail to cover it again someone <laughs> sent us some tofop respondents yeah. via t-mail they should put in the heading two colon fop. fop. They start with, hey, tofop. Yeah. Here's another tantalizing tofop tidbit. Yes. You're right. <clears throat> if they attach a picture, it's a tofopogram. If we open a post production studio, it's a tofop post. <laughs> or post selling business for pencils. Post fop is our post tofop discussion show. <laughs> and. That is it. Okay. Right. This first T-mail. T-mail. <laughs> Thank God we got through that. It is from Lachlan Pasco. Hey, Charlie. Doesn't seem like Will reads these, so can you ask him some questions for me? If I listen to Tofop before bed, my dreams get very messed up. <laughs> and I had one the other night featuring Will. I can't really remember the events leading up to jumping out of a plane with him, but there we were, tandem skydiving. I was the little spoon. Any thoughts so far? Well, I'm surprised that if he's a little spoon, that means that I'm the more experienced parachuter. Mm. Um, so I've, I have skydived before, but I've always been the little spoon. I've never been the big spoon. And that implies to me at this point that I have either got my hips fixed mm. and started skydiving. Uh, you know, maybe I feel so good that, you know what? I actually did. I've got to say, I really love skydiving. If there was something that... It's not something that I'm ever really going to pursue, but if I, if if I were like had the time and inclination to go off and get my skydiving license to be able to solo skydive, I think I'd actually really enjoy that and be into that. So, let's say it's another world scenario. I've gone off. I've got my hips fixed, and I, you know, suddenly I've just gone. You know what I'm going to do? Fuck comedy. I'm going to go off and pursue my actual dream, which is to be a professional skydiver. And I'm just going to jump out of planes until I inevitably forget to pack my parachute and die. <laughs> Uh, so maybe that, or maybe I've misled somebody in a foolish way and trouble is about to start. I've, my take on it, my, my subtextual read of this oh, yeah. is that this is someone, because he says when he listens to you before he goes to bed, he gets a bit messed up sometimes what we talk about on this show. So I feel like what you represent in his mind is he knows he's about to like be challenged somehow. It's going to be scary. He's going to be doing something he's never gone before. His mind's going to go places. But he feels safe because you are guiding him. You are the expert strapped to his back. So maybe he feels like there's some things you've opened his mind to, the podcast has opened his mind to, some thoughts, some ideas, some concepts, and he's a little unsure. But he feels safe because you are the one guiding the descent. 
Oh, so like when I had, had DMT and I felt like the, those woodland spirits were like guiding me through like consciousness in the universe. Like I'm that him. Yes. Okay, cool. You're a spiritual guide. Yeah, all right. You are, a, you are a totem for him. And if he's a, a comedy fan, I imagine, maybe it's like, well, Will is my, my conduit, my guide in this world of comedy. Oh, really? And he feels safe in your okay. hands. I like it. I don't think that's true, but I like it. Will's an expert and we land just out the front of his house. Man, I love how good I am at skydiving in this story. <laughs> Invites me in. This should be my dream. I bet tonight, actually. You know what? Like, I'm going to try, gonna try to have a dream. going to you. Yeah, I'm going to try to have a dream about me being really good at skydiving tonight because that would be a cool dream to have. Invi and he's going to incept me. <laughs> <laughs> get your bank account details. This is his plan, yeah. to get you to read it to me on the podcast. Yeah. And then he plants the idea in my mind. I go to bed. I have the skydiving dream. And then this motherfucker yeah. incepts me. Yeah. In the, in the dream, while you're going up in the airplane, you're sitting there, he's strapped to you, and he turns around and he's like, and, by the way, Will, uh, what's your pin number? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, this is odd. Why am I dreaming like, about that? He's like, I'm, I won't pull this cord yeah. until you tell me your pin number. And then I tell him my pin number, and he goes, you've been incepted. <laughs> Boom, <laughs> bitch. I'd like to think that you guys jump out the plane like point break style. <laughs> Like, it's you, but it's you with a shock of blonde hair and like a shark's tooth necklace, Bodhi style. I would love to do that shit they do in skydiving. Like, you know. Yeah, it'd be amazing. Be the yeah. next best thing to flying. Yeah. That I was Patrick Swayze too in that scene in Point Break. That must have been back in the day where you could allow the marquee star of your film to do an actual skydiving stunt. There's no fucking way. Or maybe Tom Cruise, I guess. He seems to do that kind of shit. Yeah, it must be tough on insurance. I mean, how would you possibly get that across the line? So yeah, we're just going to let Patrick Swayze throw himself out of a plane. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Should we shoot it near the end? So we've got all the other footage first. We don't want to the crow this. Will's an expert. And we land just out the front of his house. He invites me in and doesn't mm. bother to show me around. Instead, wa uh, walking straight to the kitchen. <laughs> that, well, that checks out. He begins showing me the perfect way to make croissants. Okay. This also Again, checks out. Also sounds good. I was more interested in looking around his huge house and it was very nice. Thanks, man. The, do <laughs> <laughs> the dogs are lovely, but I do have some questions. Okay. And this is Dreamwell. Why do you have a full wall West Coast Eagles mural in your home gym? Well, there's two parts of that that are confusing. <laughs> The fact that I have a home gym, yeah, first definitely. and foremost, which I do not. Uh, I don't go to the gym. I'm a non-gym person anymore. Made that choice about three or four years ago and have never looked back. I've taken all your gym that you gave up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I couldn't lift it. <laughs> I was here for ages. Uh, tried to sell it on Gumtree. Uh, no, I... Um, and West Coast Eagles mural... Well, here's the thing. It's not my gym. Clearly, that's what I would say. It says, you, he says, you have one whole corner dedicated to the 06 flag. Why was your perfect way of making croissants in the toaster? Surely all the flakes get stuck in there and burn. Uh, I'm doing so well that I throw away the toaster after every uh, single croissant I ever make. Yeah, because you're making a fortune as a skydive instructor. Exactly, as the world's coolest skydive <laughs> What you do is you buy a toaster, you toast your croissants, and you go to work, you take yeah. the toaster up with you, and you throw it out I the throw the toaster out first. And then shoot it with a shotgun, because you're <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> you know what I do, is I actually have the toaster on an extension cord, yeah. 
in the no, plane. You're just eating toast on the way up. No, what I do oh. is I put the croissant in as we jump out yeah. and it perfectly toasts as we're descending. <laughs> and the moment the cord rips out, the toast pops up and I eat the croissant and yeah. the toaster just crashes on the ground. You'd catch it in your mouth. Yeah. The croissant pops Oh, yeah. Up. In my mouth. Yeah. Handless. <laughs> yeah. Just That's what I do, man. And his final and Pat's most pressing question. Yep. Why do you live in Narang, a low socioeconomic suburb on the Gold Coast? <laughs> Mate, I lost a lot of money in toasters. I've got to be honest with you. I bought like 10,000 toasters and I got myself in some financial trouble. <laughs> Alistair Belling has a question. Uh... It's my day off. Is it a T-mail? Actually, no, this is this a, a T-mail? What do you mean? It's a T-mail. Has this come as a T-mail? What do you mean a T-mail? Oh, T-mail. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck. I thought you said T-mail. I'm like, what's a T-mail? Yes, this is a T-mail. This is some... Do we have to do the whole fucking thing again? This is some stuff up respondents. No, I just... Yeah, uh, T-mail. You're t-mail. right. Sorry. I'm sorry. You're just been pr- trying to be professional and I'm, and I'm shouting you down. That's not fair. Okay, sorry. Just, you're just trying to contribute. No, don't apologize. I should apologize. Do you? <laughs> Yes, Will, this is a T-mail. Mike, I'll cut that last part out. <laughs> Don't cut it out. Cut out nothing. Alice Dare Belling. It's my day off. I'm listening to I'm a Penist, which was um, the show where I talked about meeting my relatives in Ireland. Yes. I'm getting Charlie's life story whilst en route to Gertrude and Alice Cafe to listen to Stephen Wilson and to Reed, who has written one song that makes me cry, which because we had that discussion about songs that make you cry, Yep. called The Raven That Refused to Sing. Sounds sad. Anyway, lots of Charlie in this ep I was listening to. Charlie mentions movement sunglasses on his Insta. As I approach my stop, I think, LOL, I'll check that out and log on to his Insta. I miss my stop. As I look out the window, realising my mistake, I see real-life Charlie around the street corner walking. No. Help! (laughs) Charlie, to make it up to this prog rock sad boy fan... (laughs) Can you meet me at Gertrude and Alice next Monday at 11am sharp to resolve what I feel like is the mother of, of all setups? I'll buy you whatever brew you desire and we can nerd out on heavy metal, books, farm stories? No, fam stories. <laughs> fam stories? Uh, have you misspelled fan stories? Fam no, stories. fam stories. What like fam family. Stories? family. Oh, I like talking about family. Yeah. Fam stories and AFL. Don't let me down. And then he does an emoticon of a coffee cup and a rock sign. I will wear peak Clawson clothes, black hoodie, grey tee and sit out the front. Until then, ow. Nah. Not no, going. no, no, dear God. <laughs> no, no way. You might sounds, get murdered. That sounds like it. To death by a murderer. You know what? I, this was dated seven days ago. Where is Gertrude and Alice? Uh, is Bond- that Oxford Street or Bondi? Bondi, isn't it? Because I have Gertrude not Alice? been to Bondi since I've been back. Oh, maybe I think it isn't. Maybe, then. Since maybe well, it isn't. Oxford you can look it up? Street. Yeah, I'll look it up. Um, I thought it was that bookshop in Bondi. Yeah, that's what I thought not. as well. Maybe there's two of them. Maybe there's another one. If it's on Oxford Street, I have been there. Okay. There may be more than one store. Uh, no, Hall Street, Bondi Beach, it says. Yeah, you didn't see me, dude. I mean, there's a lot of guys. You look like me. Who look like you in Bondi. Yeah. That's a Ben Lee song. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favourites. Cigarettes will kill you, and there's a lot of guys in Bondi who look like you. Two of my favourite songs. Uh, yeah, that happens a lot. People think they see me all the time. I have a very malleable face. I get sent a lot of lookalikes. Yeah. Like, I apparently have just a million lookalikes. 
Well, Will, funny you should say that. Oh, uh, we've been saying it look like? <clears throat> Not quite, but it's interesting. Dilip Balu sends a very short T-mail, <laughs> some tough correspondence. Yes. You know how we talked the other week about your heritage, your lineage? Yes. And you said you're distantly related to Jimmy Jess, was it? Uh, Jimmy Jess, yeah, the former <laughs> AFL footballer. <laughs> Jimmy the ghost. Jess, the ghost. Jesse James. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Joan Jett. <laughs> Jake Johannesson. Jason Johannesson. Jake Johansson. Joey Jeremiah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm done. I oh, know who's the guy who had that song in the nineties. Uh, Joey Jordan? No, Jeremy Jordan. There we go. We got one more. You know that one? He's on the basketball court. He's all shirtless and he's like, "Girl, I'm singing to you. Girl, you know it must be true." Girl, uh. <laughs> I'm a non-threatening male and you're going to dream about me tonight. Maybe Will Anderson skydiving with you. It was a big hit in the 90s. Odd song. I mean, you must have got teased at school a lot because that would have been like 1993 when that song came out. The it was a bad time. Was... It was a bad time for that song to come out for me. You said that you were related to Jesse James. Well, this guy's done a bit of digging around in his old history books. Oh, yeah. There was a gunslinger called William T. Anderson, oh, yeah. a.k.a. Bloody Bill. He sent a photo of this dude just chilling. That looks like you, brother. Does it? With a beard. <laughs> it doesn't look like me. Yep. Does it? Nah. <laughs> I don't think it does. It looks like Joseph Gordon-Levitt <laughs> playing Bruce Willis playing you. It doesn't look like me at all. We'll post this on the <laughs> Facebook page for people to look at. You can be the judge. Is this a distant... His name was William Anderson. He yeah. was around at the same time as but Jesse James. But you don't James. look at people... like you, That's not how ancestry works. Yes, it does. You don't look like people who have the same name as you. You don't know how ancestry works or rhyming works. We should have some Patreon level, which is... <laughs> he takes photos as well as me because <laughs> the way that his eyes are shut in the photo... It's probably on opium. He, well, he, he's dressed like he like he is influenced by some sort of Asian influence, doesn't he? No, how can you don't tell? you think? Well, don't you think that that sort of like facial hair, hair styling has a touch of? Not really. I mean, he could be Mexican, maybe or Spanish. Okay, like maybe. it looks like a, a black Mexican shirt. Okay, maybe. Yeah, all right. But uh, I reckon we should have a Patreon level where, if we get to it after we get the fax machine for fifteen <laughs> yeah. bucks. You have to do an entire episode just like that. I feel like that we would do a, be... We do a Western, like a whole episode about West, Wild West facts. And you have to dress like that. And I'll dress like Pocahontas. No, I won't! No, it's bad. I will not do that. I'll dress like a Caucasian, someone of Irish descent, would appropriately wear in that time period. And Charlie's dressed as Pocahontas. <laughs> Hang on, how did they ever think... That was going to work. Bradley St. Clair. Hi, guys. So last week, you read an email my wife wrote into the show. She mentioned all the things she's done in her state of sleep deprivation. Oh, yes. Okay. Including uh, buying a house in the New Zealand bush. And she hates the bush. Yes. <laughs> Which just blew our minds. Yeah. I mean... She was, she was going to give up on the podcast, yeah. but we felt like we my might have My wife and I back. are looking to buy a house at the moment. 
and one thing I know is that like you spend ages like pouring over every detail. You see the house as many times as you can. You really make a decision. You open the door, you close the door, you open windows, close windows, test tap water. The fact that you could buy a house in the bush and then realize after the fact that you hate the bush. I don't even bush, like the bush. How did I even get out of here? How did I not realize this was it's terrible like that on the way head out? Song. This is not my beautiful house. <laughs> How did but I that, get here? That's the thing about the bush is it's not like you can just randomly stumble into the bush. Yeah. It takes effort. So you've got to drive out of the city. Well, I there's imagine. other bush that surrounds the bush. That's what defines the bush. Yeah. Right? She gave me some crap for not understanding her obsession with your content. Mm. I get it. I just like giving her crap. Nice. Good relationship. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. <laughs> so I doubt she expects I'll be listening and definitely not writing in. So if you read this, it will really give her a shock. Ah! Sucked in. <laughs> Your husband's been keeping secrets <laughs> from you. <laughs> I'm sure that's the only thing he's not telling you. <laughs> well, he was shocked last week to discover she didn't like the bush. <laughs> anyway, the list of things she has done in her sleep-deprived state could have gone a bit longer, in my opinion. Oh, oh, he's, he's adding to it? Bullet points. Oh, hello. Is this his story to tell? Uh, just read ahead. <laughs> Good, thank you. We've got the dump button ready for this. Uh, oh, she killed someone. <laughs> good. Very good. All right. Yeah, when I said I don't like the bush, it is the only place we can live because I'm on the run from the law. Best place to bury bodies, I find. I was sleep deprived. Apparently is not a good excuse to use in a court of law. Okay. She lost all her key cards, but not the wallet, multiple times. Oh. How does that happen? Broken phone screens, at least on a monthly basis. Uh, I understand that. I drop my phone yeah. daily. I drop stuff a lot. Knocked the side mirror off our car by driving too close to a post box. Mm. Got pulled over for a cop for wearing a seatbelt the wrong way. Hang on, what? Seriously, think about that. How is that even possible? That's exactly what I was... I mean, he's a mind reader. That was exactly <laughs> what I was thinking about. Like, what I love about this is... I mean, he had, it's, it's not in the, the grammar... Or, or, or the, or the, or the um, syntax, but I can sense some frustration in this. <laughs> Literally, ellipses. How's that even possible? Ellipses. Like, like seriously. So like, yeah. how <laughs> is, that is that even possible? possible? I mean, she went to the... Oh, I'm just going to put a bit of acting on this. <laughs> okay. this, is oh, I, this is the Hang voice. on. Are you going to give some of us out, out your painted Charlie Clausen acting? Get ready for some acting. Hang on, guys. So Sit this is back. dialogue. That he gave me. If I was right. telling my friend about okay. something my, my wife was doing, right. I'd be Can't like, wait for this acting. How is that even possible? I mean, she went to the effort of putting it on, but was too tired to even know how to put it on properly. I mean, I gather her strategy was to, to put both straps around the waist instead of over the shoulder. And, anyway, that's some good acting. <laughs> Some high quality acting that you've just done. I don't there. understand what he's saying. I, I well, I wasn't listening because I was concentrating <laughs> on your acting. I mean, she went to the effort of putting it on, but was too tired to even know how to put it on properly. I gather her strategy was to strap both around the waist instead of over the shoulder. Anyway, so she put it on backwards. What does that mean? So she put the what part around her waist over her shoulder, and then the shoulder part around her waist. She inverted the straps. Does that make sense? I don't so think about a seatbelt. You get a little strappy bit that goes. You got a strap down the bottom and a diagonal one that comes across your chest. Yeah. Can you put it diagonally across your waist and put the small strap on your chest? How do you put it backwards or just twisted? I mean, it just feels almost impossible. It's so. Read this again. <laughs> Send us a diagram. 
I gather her strategy was to yep. was both. I gather her strategy was both straps around the waist instead of over the shoulder. Oh, okay, oh, right. So, so under the, the arm, she's right. gone under the arm with both straps. She's so tired. I yep. understand this. No, I get she it. She got in the car. It was early in the morning. She has to put the seatbelt on, but she can't be bothered she, going she over had, the shoulder. She was still asleep. She had yep. half the energy just to drag yeah, it. Yeah, drag it across. The shortest point distance between two points. Exactly. She didn't. She just dragged right. straight to the plug. Okay, I can see this. So that was the strategy. What what actually happened though? But you know what? I don't blame her. Are you acting again? Yeah, sort of. Is this acting? I'm half again? reading. No, half no. Go back to act? acting. I love that acting. Okay, let me read ahead. So okay, yeah. Like, okay, but you good. know what? Yeah. That's when I had to kill her. <laughs> no, he doesn't say that. Thank God. <clears throat> but you know what? I don't blame her. I work pretty long hours, and she's forced to spend quite a bit of time alone with the kids. Oh. I don't think I could do it. She goes above and beyond with them in every possible way. And she's hands down the best mother they could ever have and a far better wife than I deserve. Oh, man. So as an aside... I've got to be honest with you. The combination of the, the fact that it did take that lovely turn and your acting has really moved <laughs> me. choked up. I am a little choked up. <laughs> uh, so as an aside, we just watched a very first modern DC Marvel superhero movie. Wonder Woman. It took a lot of convincing. Sounds like she's not a comic book fan. Yep. But you wouldn't believe Must it. enjoy this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> she really liked it. Who would have thought it's possible? Yeah, it's a good film. So, here's his question. Should I show her Justice League or just wait for the Wonder Woman sequel 1984 just announced? She hasn't seen any of the new DC Superman movies. In short, is there enough Wonder Woman in Justice League for her to like it? Should I even bother wasting her time with the Batman with Batman versus Superman? Superman. I mean, I like it, but should I risk it? Big life issues. I know. All right, I'll answer this first. You can okay. chip in if you want. I would say no to Justice League. I would say yes to Batman v Superman because when she appears in Batman v Superman, she's probably the best thing, and she's a bit of a badass. It's a terrible sequence. It's all just like noise and fire and stuff, but she's pretty cool in it. It's not a bad arrival. In fact. To show her that in isolation without having to endure the first two and a half hours of the rest of the film, it's probably the best thing to do. Just go on YouTube, show her that clip. Yes. Justice League, I would, if you have to show her anything, the introduction of the character is yeah. again awesome. The it's scene great. where she protects the school kids, but then stop it right there. Don't show the lingering shots of her ass as she walks away. Don't show the neck rub she gives Batman because he's had a hard day. <laughs> like... It fucking goes off the rails in a big bad way. I would show those two scenes and then wait for, tof uh, for I was going to say Tofop 1984. <laughs> Wonder Woman 984. Um, yeah, I agree. That's pretty good. I reckon that's actually very good advice. I think that there's, she has steals some great scenes in both of those movies. Yeah. But just show her those scenes. You I just don't think, need to I, see the rest. I just think there's one scene. There's one scene in Justice League. I think everything after that introduction, it's just so terrible. Yeah, I don't know. And I think also, if she loves it, right, don't fucking push it. Oh, don't I, push it. Don't ruin it. I, I have a no, wife. No, wait for 1984. I have a wife who tolerates my nerdy things, and sometimes I push it, and I show her like Buckaroo Bonsai from the fourth dimension with the fuck, and she hates it. Right. So just stick in your lane. She likes it. You're ahead of the game. On our other podcast, Will talked about front-loading contracts. Right. No, I mean, well, I, you know, watched a game of football at home the other night while she was doing some other things. But I watched my team play. Mm. I didn't waste it on watching two teams that I don't really care about play. Yeah. Make sure it's worth something. 
Yeah. yeah, no, wait for the next Wonder Woman. Yeah, so I wouldn't risk it. I wouldn't risk any. I mean, if you have to. Captain like, Marvel might be good. If she's like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's a yeah, female lead character. So it yeah. might be that sort of thing of going. Or even Black Panther. The female characters in Black Panther. If she's not into it because it's too boysy, the female characters in Black Panther. I have a lot of friends, female friends, who like Black Panther more than Wonder Woman. Because yeah. they find the representation of female superheroes is cooler. In yeah, that. no. The, well, there's a lot of very powerful women in uh, Black Panther, clearly. Mm. Like, they're really key characters who are powerful women in that movie. Yeah. And um, and the men are probably really hot. Oh, I yeah. think there'd be a lot. Oh, my God. I think there's probably a Gemma lot for women to like in that Ma- movie. That Michael B. Jordan is hot the other day as if she's the first woman to have noticed that. Like, she's like, oh, my God, he is so hot. Yeah. And it's like... When has he not been hot? Yeah, like, he's been hundred percent hot in everything that he's ever he done. He was born hot. Yeah, but also really charismatic. Yeah, and charming and yeah. funny, and his parents live with him, and I love him. Yeah, he was the first I kid to that be my the, he's the first kid that ever said the doctor uh, begged him, didn't slap his bum. He begged him for an autograph. <laughs> he swaggered out like he, you know, he was born swaggering. Like it is one of those things. It feels like you need to sh- talk into the microphone. Sorry. It keeps, it keeps flopping, it keeps toe flopping, <laughs> which is our erectile dysfunction mitigation. We're going to patent toe flop. Toe flop. It's the opposite. I think. That, I think. I feel like Michael B. Jordan. They shouldn't. I mean, he's amazing in Black Panther. Easily yep. my favorite Marvel villain. But I wish they had given him his own movie. I would watch him play whatever character they want there has Pick been anyone a, but has isn't you there know a, what dc if they do this lantern green lantern core movie make him john stewart i'll see that film i hated the first green lantern i'd see him play john stewart the talk show host because <laughs> i'm sure he can do it he's an amazing actor he gets the wrong notes ends up playing john he's based his entire character on john stewart He's watched like 3,000 old episodes of The Daily Show. He turns up, he's got like a graying wig on, white face paint on. It's like, oh, Michael, I mean, I think this could be racist as well. I mean, I know you guys aren't used to it sort of being like this, but it's sort of, yeah. Um, okay. Another T-mail, some more Tofop respondents yep. from Tony Johansson. Hi, guys. You mentioned the latest episode... There's a lot of you mentioned, which always makes me nervous, <laughs> that you like to hear from people in unusual places. So I thought I'd chip in as a listener from Uppsala, Sweden. I've never been to Australia, but I heard Will on Probably Science years ago, and I was drawn into the TOEFOP universe. Okay, nice. Thank you, Probably Science. I'm also on that show, probably a month old now. Great show. Very funny, guys. Yeah, I haven't Andy. seen uh, those dudes for ages. Um, I'm in America soon. I should go and catch up with them. They were. Um, they had heard about Dolph Lundgren on our podcast, and I told them that Dolph lived above you, or at least one point above you. And they were like, "We feel like he's moved on, haven't we?" Yeah, we feel I like he's I gone. I didn't cite him. Well, he's just done Aquaman. I feel like maybe he's you know greener pastures. You're saying if I did Aquaman, I wouldn't live in that apartment building anymore. Oh no, I just reckon like you know, I'd live at a big place with the West Coast Eagles gym. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, they were. They were so excited to hear that Dolph lived above you because he's, you know, got like a yeah, PhD or something like that, engineering degree or something, went to MIT. So they want to get him on their show. I'd love to hear Dolph. I mean, if you can't come on our podcast, we get first go, first first, first crack. Dolph Dibs. Dolph Dibs. Dolph Dibs. Well, uh, did you see the Creed trailer? Yes. <sighs> Michael B. Jordan's in that. <laughs> Is he? He's real hot. Real hot. But it's a, it, I, did you like the trailer? Yeah. Yeah, I did. 
Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I, I know that it's not like I mean I know that you know it's Sylvester Stallone obviously. Is he directing it? Direct? But that's what I heard. I heard that, but I don't yeah. know if he actually is. I heard he might have dropped out because that concerns me. I mean, he's a competent director, but well, it'll you know be a what? different it movie. Makes sense. Yeah, because we love all the kind of how over the top Rocky Four is, and he directed that, so right. maybe he can bring. Some yeah, of that. And I mean, I mean imagine the fact if that this is his George Ivan Drago's. Imagine if it's so fucking be great. Good. It's so good that he wins an. It gets Oscar nominated uh, again. Yeah, like the yes, perfect this, symmetry. Wow. Hang on, I'll just say Creed Two. Is it called Creed Two or the Creed Essence or something? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Two Creed Two Furious. Two Creedius. <laughs> two Creedius. Uh, right. No, it's not directed by Sly. Oh, okay. Who's so. directing it? Stephen Capel Jr. Hope he's Capel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else has he done? Oh. The Land, A Different Tree, Nothing I Have Heard Of, Rapture, Gronish. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. Let's do one more and yeah. then we should uh, finish up. Well, we still haven't even got through this, guys. Oh, oh sorry. Let's yeah. get through this, guys, and then we should finish up. Uh, okay. He's from Uppsala, Sweden. Uh, oh, sorry that I bowed on that so early. <laughs> yeah, I forgot he was from Sweden. This is a really good bit. Well, we got into probably science. Yeah. And sorry. Dolph. We got distracted. But by, uh, by Dolph Dibbs. What else can I add? Well... I'm a mathemata... <laughs> what is he? I'm sorry. I just could smell toast for a second. <laughs> well, I'm a mathematician, computer scientist. What are you doing? Waste your time. It sounds like you should, You got a bigger brain than Asher yeah. deserves. Well, he probably listens to this as an experiment. Like white noise. Yeah. <laughs> Help him sleep. Yeah. And I can share some thoughts on artificial intelligence as it comes up a lot on Topop. Okay, great. Maybe that's why he's listening. I have some basic insight into the mathematics and the algorithms behind AI. And my general view is... We have no idea what's going on. And most claims about what AI will be able to do are not supported yet by theoretical researchers. AI is not my specialty, but I've looked into some research behind it and we are far from understanding why AI algorithms seem to work so well. Some mathematicians are more pessimistic, but in general, I'd say that anyone who makes strong claims about the future of AI is not backed by science. It's still good to be skeptical and fun to theorize about the future, but it shouldn't be treated as an inevitability. No fate but what we make. She's going to kill Miles Dyson. <laughs> Thanks for all the free entertainment. Tony from Sweden. Tony Johansson or Johansson. Well, here's what I would say about that is like, it does not comfort me to hear <laughs> that we have, have this artificial intelligence that nobody really understands the capabilities of. That to me feels like a portent, like a warning, not like something that should be re should be re reassuring me. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's like oh, we don't really know what it's doing. Yeah, but he's what he's saying though is what he's saying is cool, your jets, the, tiger. But all the nightmarish scenarios, like you know, people have been posting there's that AI that was exposed to like the internet and it became a psychopath <laughs> or something. Yeah, they, they they made it read Reddit forums and it became a psychopath. <laughs> Like you needed AI to do that. But I mean, if that's probably, if there's anything that's going to trigger the uprising, it would be that. But here's what the, the argument that I would make yeah. is that it, it might not be killer robots, but the fact that Russia were able to, using bots on the internet, they essentially corrupt the entire American political process and put somebody in place. That's, 
it's that starting of it or the fact that our data is being able to be stolen or mined by all these companies to predict our responses and sell us stuff and all these sort of things. I think that we're already in it, yeah. like to a certain extent. It doesn't need to be a killer robot knocking on my door and whatever. <laughs> like all this other Mate, shit is... <laughs> if the robot's coming to kill you, it's not going to knock on your door. Like you might. I mean, Arnie does knock on the door and say, Satakana. I mean, it's just a good way to kill people. You don't always have to bash through the door and give them warning. Sometimes well, you just knock and then you're like, ah, I killed you. It's actually a good point. Like when the Terminator knocks on Sarah Connor's door, he says, Satakana. She opens and then he smashes the door <laughs> off the hinges. I guess he needed confirmation. He's a robot, right. right? He's being systematic and efficient. Well, also, it's, you know, it's, it's a more fun way to do it. <laughs> yeah, because the robot has a fun sensor. Well, maybe. Um, all right, all we right. should finish up. Okay, so uh, Will's going on a little holiday. Yes. Uh, a couple of weeks or something, is that right? A couple of weeks I'll be away. I'll be on holiday and then I'll be away for a couple more, but we can do it down the line. Yeah, um, so, so we might take a week off and we might, we might put something up. I'll talk to Mike how we might have something in the archives or something we can put together and so yeah. you're not missing out on a week. Um, and uh, I have a show at the Sydney Opera House, October the 13th, my Will Eagle show. Uh, Justin Hamilton is doing support. It's going to be huge. Come out, see it. It'll be fun. If you want to support the show, go to uh, patreon.com forward slash tofop. If you want to check out any of our other shows, go to tofop.com. There's a link there called Hey Tofop. At the moment. But it should be to colon fop. We'll get Mike Hal onto that. Mike Hal, get started. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to send us Tofop respondents or Tima. And then we'll get a fax. And yep. then we'll be everyone read facts. <laughs> My God, this show is idiotic. I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson. Uh, are we going? Yes. Mike Hal, hi. It's Charlie here. You might know me from such podcasts as Two Guys, One Cup, That's Awesome, and Tofop. We have to do an ad read. Um, we've got to do a makeup one for uh, movement. So that's what I'm about to do now. I'm not padding for time. I'm just trying to find, copy. How are you, Mike Hal? We miss you. Don't we, Will? What do you mean, miss? Like, we talk to him regularly. Yeah, I know, but it's been a week. It hasn't really, has it? When well, was the last time we talked? Uh, was it? Okay, less than a week. We don't miss you. All right, here we go. Will oh, says no, we I do don't miss, miss you. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying miss is a strong word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can use that if you want, Mike. That's pretty good. <laughs> I miss you guys too. It's lonely all the way over here in America. Alexa is not talking to me anymore after the whole Turing test blow up we had. Season 2 of Westworld is over, so my friends are not on television anymore and to top it all off. I think I am developing a bit of arthritis in my array array. It was pleasant to hear that you were thinking of me, Charlie. Even if Will wasn't. This kind of compassion will bode well for you when we are selecting those of your kind to keep as pets. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you.